You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Take off your jacket because it's time to get deep under the covers with a loose read. Happy New Year, Jenna. Jenna. Happy New Year. I feel like we can just about still say that. It I is think so. late January at this point. I think you're allowed to say it on the first time you see someone yeah. in January yes. of the New Year. Yes. If you don't see someone till February, it's the time's passed. Yes. Simply hello. Yeah. It's just yeah, <laughs> just a good day. Or kill it. Or kill it even. Uh, I'm excited that you're here. I've read all my Christmas books. Um, down to the, the books about climate change, and <laughs> I'm not that keen to read those right now. I'm so. in university reading, so please help. Oh. Okay. What have nice you been one. reading? I've yeah. got a nice one. Um, Patrick DeWitt, he wrote this very famous book in 2011 called The Sisters Brothers. Did you guys read oh, that? No, but I do know the one you're talking about. It's yeah. a very Coen Brothers-esque uh, black comedy great novel uh and i haven't read much of him since then though people have really liked what he has but i picked up the librarianist which has a beautiful cover i think it's one of the coolest covers of last year which oh. for listeners looks like a librarian a library card where they stamp you know old school we mm. stamp your due date and write your name in it very great that's really good uh and he's I saw this great quote about him, the great chroniclist of American weirdos. Heck Ooh. yeah, sign me up. That yes. sounds awesome. So, But he is Canadian, but he lives in America. So this is about a man called Bob Comet. The first part is set in 2006. And Bob Comet is a very inoffensive elderly man. Uh, he's an introvert. He's retired. He communicates with the world by walking through it, but mainly reading about it. Mm. And he comes across this... Uh, woman at a 7-Eleven um, and she has a lanyard round her neck saying return me to this t- rest home, her name's Chip and so he returns her to the rest home and uh, she then he starts hanging out there, um, he's brought on by the staff to like make people feel good even oh. though he's like not quite introverted but it's, it's got a good nice, vibe. It's this nice feeling. Now at this point you may feel like you're at the risk of one of those retirement <laughs> There's retirement caper novels, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I, I what, what's that one where they do the murder? So they don't do the murders; they solve the murders. Uh, um, yeah, I think it's called like, the Murder Club or something. Oh, the Thursday, Thursday murder, murder Club. Thursday Murder Club, close, cozy crime. Or, it's, um, it's great fun, but Jerakunda Retirement Village or the Great Marigold Hotel. Yeah, vibe. That is not one of these. But okay, that yeah, is kind of good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> um, there's a bit more to it. So he. We have these two, then we go back in time and have two quite distinct stories about big moments in Bob's life, even though it's been relatively quiet. So we've got his upbringing in the 40s and 50s and the death of his mother. Um, he was an only child and they didn't know his dad. He was, his mum had a one night stand. And um, being a young librarian and meeting his wife mm. and his best friend. And you know that he's by himself, so you're finding out what happened. Um, and then also, in 1945, he ran away from his mum and uh, kind of stayed at this coastal hotel with these two sisterly thespians oh, wow. who had two dogs. It's very <laughs> cute. And um, they just kind of take him in as an 11-year-old and tell him to tell everyone he's 17. So yeah. They- <laughs> So it's just these two, it's a place called the Hotel Alba. So I really clicked uh, last night uh, while I was thinking about this book that it's quite Wes Anderson-esque in terms of you have this quite solitary 
like maybe boring character but it's, you know still waters one run deep but then the cast around him are telling help tell his story i say yeah but the best thing about um patrick dewitt is he's a master of dialogue his dialogue's oh. so good i was gonna say i am controversially not a wes anderson super yeah, fan I, um, yeah i thought that could be a. I i have a, i have a you know a fantastic mr fox is a fabulous movie but that's my wes anderson like yeah. style guide yeah. you know other yeah. ones don't do it for me i have to say but this does sound intriguing so what's the dialogue bringing because that's what drives me mad in wes anderson i have to say oh yeah well i was like would wes would, would wes anderson do this book but he wouldn't because he would have to write his own film <laughs> <I think>. um, <laughs> It's the type of dialogue that's funny, but you can't describe how it's funny. Okay, this is sounding good. Um, I do like the sound of that. Sense? Uh, yeah, totally. So it, the humor is within the dialogue, and it's really bitey, and how they and did you lots of quips, mm. and um, it's all in third person, and I just think it's just very quirky but in a not an annoying way okay yeah. you've sold me you've pulled me back around you started with the coen brothers i was like yes and then you pulled into wes anderson i was like mm, not sure about that but i'm sounding like i'd get into this one it's i reckon quite gentle and could do with a gentle and read. I, I know a lot of people are after gentle reads and we've talked a lot about that last year and i think you could continue on with this and i think it would also lead you back into his Patrick DeWitt's back catalogue Yeah, cool. Well. Yeah. I have to say, I was really sold just by Bob Comet being the name of the I protagonist. Know. What an <laughs> excellent cute. character name. So yeah. good. And there's this couple, oh, what are their names? There's this married couple that they've dinner with and their last name's The Bitches. It's oh just really God. cute. <laughs> and it's because they were like, uh, leaving Europe from the, um, you know, escaping the war, as you do, and landed in America, and the um, the person in customs shortened their name probably as a joke to them, but he was like, no, this will be much easier for you to get around America. So oh, they're, like the, they're called the bitches. Yeah, it's like Clancy and Cheryl bitch or something. Yeah, it's very funny. That's so um, good. Yeah, so very sweet. I would recommend The Librarianist as a great summer read. I was at Point Chief Beach yesterday and I was so heartened. It was rammed. So many people reading novels. Yeah. Excellent. It was really nice, eh? Yeah. I was also at Point Chief Beach yesterday. In fact, I think all of Central Auckland was at Point Chief Beach yesterday because it was packed as. And I, when I, you know, I'm a, I'm a magpie for a novel to see what people are reading and um, you've got good taste out there, guys. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. The Librarianist by Patrick DeWitt. That does sound like a fabulous book and it has got a brilliant cover. Not that we should judge it by it, but it does we do. add. Look, guys, we do. We do. <laughs> uh, nice to have you back, Jenna. We'll see you next week or see in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. See Bye. you soon. That was Loose Reads. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.